Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked where Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, and again, as always, here in the last, I don't know, 14 months flying solo. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Man, he is chopping at the bit to get back in studio, and I'm hoping it's sooner than later. And I look forward to having him back. I told him on Sunday that the numbers for faith in the zone have never been better the last 15 months, and I don't know why. And he started laughing and said, yeah, okay, whatever. So I'm looking forward to having Pastor Ken back in studio. He'd love our next guest, our guest for the day, right? He's going to spend uh, spend the hour with us, and I'm looking forward to it. And before we get to him, let me tell you how this came about. When someone says, man, it's a really small world, you think, nah, come on, it's really not. But then things like this happen. My brother Tim, and I don't know, Tim, Tim lives in uh, down in uh, Tarpon Springs, Florida, and he's 66, 65, something, 66, I think that's the age, and still playing hardball a lot. And uh, he calls me one day. He goes, hey, you're not going to believe this. So I'm talking to the umpire at her game. And I go, so where are you from? He's from Wisconsin. He said, where'd you go to college? He said, I, I, you, you wouldn't have heard of it. It's a small college. Well, what college? Maranatha Baptist Bible College. Well, my brother goes, are you kidding me? My nephew went there. My niece went there. So he calls me. He says, do you know a guy named Nathan Spate? I said, man, that sounds familiar to me. He says, you used to be the football coach at Maranatha. I said, that's where I know that name. I said, how do you know him? He said, he was the umpire in my game tonight. I said, was he a good umpire? He goes, I was all right. You know, those Wisconsin boys, and we laughed. And and he said, but if you ever wanted to talk to him about faith in the zone, I said, I would love that. So I got a hold of Nathan Spate. He is now the head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School uh, down in Florida. And he is our special guest. Uh, Nathan, are you a better, high, a better high school football coach or an umpire when it comes to umpiring those guys 65 and older? I'm going to say I'm a better football coach than an umpire. So, <laughs> hey, it's faith in the zone. We got to be honest. You know that's how that goes. Hey, Nathan, I really appreciate man. I appreciate a few minutes of your time today, and and I really do. And thank you for that. Hey, let's talk a little bit about first of all, where in Florida is Indian Rocks Christian School? Indian Rocks is on the west coast of Florida. We're um, about four miles from the Gulf of Mexico, um, and we are on the west side of Tampa. So we're in Pinellas County. Um, Clearwater's just north of us, and St. Pete is just south of us. So I take it you've gone to Frenchie's to have a uh, grouper sandwich, right? Frenchie's is, yes. It's a very good place. Yeah, well, that my brother, th- you know, he, he claims that that's the, the finest grouper sandwich anywhere in the world, and he might be onto something. I have to tell you, we had Tony Dungy on years ago on, on this show, and I asked him that, and he said, man, 
I've been to Frenchie's probably a hundred times because I think that grouper sandwich, I, he's like, I'm with your brother. I think that's the best grouper sandwich I've ever had. And uh, so that's good. I'm glad that you've been there. Um, let's talk a little bit about where did you grow up and where did you go to high school? And, and, and I know that you played college football over at Maranatha, but where, where did you grow up? Well, um, my parents um, both went to Maranatha, and shortly after the gradu- their graduation, they moved down to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, my mom was a teacher there. My dad was a teacher, and he also was uh, the head football coach at Trinity Christian um, Academy uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. So for the first five years, um, grew up there, um, and uh, then my parents decided to move back to Wisconsin. So they, uh, um, we lived in Gilman, which is a really small uh, community, kind of in the mid-central area uh, of the of Wisconsin. And I was there for till probably about seventh grade, and then the seventh grade year we uh, moved to Chippewa Falls area. And my parents uh, were working uh, with the school and uh, working in the area, so I grew up there. Um, going to Grace uh, Baptist uh, Christian School. And then my senior year, my parents felt led of the Lord to open a school, Liberty Christian School, uh, which is still around uh, uh, today. So my senior year, I literally was the first graduating class from that particular school. Um, and uh, so, and then I was kind of still wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I took a year off from school, helped my parents out with the school. And then went down in 1991 to Maranatha. And so I was there for a little bit of time, longer than the four years. So God had a longer plan for me. I eventually graduated in 1998. So, hey, was, um, was, Liberty, <laughs> was Liberty School in Chippewa Falls? Yeah, Liberty Christian School in Chippewa Falls. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I you know yep. I was uh, I coached high school basketball over at Whitefish Bay Dominican for a long time, and, and my son went to Calvary Baptist uh, high school in Menominee Falls, and I left Whitefish Bay Dominican. We had won back-to-back state championships and then had a year where we didn't win, um, and my son was a freshman at Calvary Baptist, and then I left there, and I went and uh, and coached at Calvary Baptist. So I went from a school that was a really well-known high school basketball powerhouse to Calvary Baptist where we had you know 67 kids in the whole school, seven boys on the basketball team, and 36 years of coaching, those were my favorite three years, was coaching at that small Christian school. And, and I have to tell you, we, we won three straight Christian um, school state championships over at Calvary Baptist. So, you know, that Liberty School, and I, I don't remember seeing those guys in, in any of those basketball tournaments we were in. So uh, hopefully, yeah. they, you know, I don't know how many kids are in the school. Hopefully they get a chance to play some sports over there. Yeah, my brother actually, he, he runs the basketball program there um, with my mom and my dad, and uh, he actually coaches the girls and the boys' basketball team, and they've made it to the WAC state championship for, um, I think the boys or girls have won the state championship, either one of them or both of them for the last five years. So they've either been there or um, been doing it. So my brother, Man, he's awesome. also got the coaching blood, and my sister also, she coaches in Alabama, coaches basketball so we're kind of a coaching family so man that I'll tell you what that's really good I I really wish that you know our our paths would have crossed because that's the kind of success Calvary Baptist had for a while and I coached the boys and the girls the last two years I was there and the girls team had I think they had won two games in two years and they couldn't find a guy a coach and the coach who had coached him those two years said look I, I, I'm, I got moved to second shift, and I really don't know anything about basketball, but nobody else would do it. Well, a lot of guys will say that, but this guy was telling me the truth, Coach. He was telling me the truth. So that second yeah. practice we had, it was a varsity girls team. I went right to the third grade level, and we did triple threat and how to set a screen and shade a screen and what a crossover was. And at the end of the practice, I said, does anybody have any questions? Because we taught a lot. And a girl said, yes, I'm – the shirt I want, I wear under my jersey, does it have to be 100% cotton? And I went, man, I'm not in Kansas anymore. You know, Nathan, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. We got to the the, the WAC uh, state championship game two years in a row, and we should have won the first one, and we got run out of the gym by the Maranatha girls um, the second year. But that first year, we should have won it. I It was a tie score about a minute to go. We had the ball. It took a timeout. And by the time I turned to tell this team what I was looking for, 
they were all looking at me with this look on their face. I go, what? They go, coach, we're going to win a state championship, aren't we? And I thought, oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> In my mind, I thought they looked at the score clock. I told them, don't do that. Let me handle that. So our special guest today, and this is going to be fun because he is, you know what, he may live in Florida, but I don't care. He's a cheese head. Uh, Nathan Spate, former head football coach at Maranatha Baptist Bible College. He's now the head football coach at Indian Rocks Christian School um, down in the Tampa area. And we'll talk a lot about that school and, and some of the stuff that that, uh, that he's doing over there. I can just tell you one thing about the school and about this team. On their website, the team scripture passage is, is Philippians 2, 2 through 4. Um, and, and, I, and, I, and I've read this a couple of times, and, and it's a perfect team scripture passage. It really is. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And when you're a coach, if you can get kids to buy into those statements, biblically and personally, you got a chance to be pretty good. You know, the definition of a team is two or more horses pulling in the common, uh, a common direction for a common goal. That's what that definition is. And then you go to this scripture, and boy, it, it fits in, I think, really well with what we try to accomplish as coaches. Hey, let's talk a little bit. So, did you play high school football then? I uh, know the only uh, we, well, we had flag football. So, um, from my seventh grade through my twelfth grade, we we played flag football. Um, we just we just didn't have enough for a full tackle team. So, we did fairly well. Um, uh, Wax had uh, flag football available in the state of Wisconsin during that time, so we won a couple of uh, state championships during that particular time. But no, the first time I actually put uh, pads on was when I went to Maranatha, and then uh, we also had basketball. So those were really the two only two varsity sports that um, um, that I played in high school. So when you put the pads on, this is really interesting to me, Nathan. You put the pads on, and now you've got to actually hit people. What position did you play in college? Well, um, <laughs> my, my dream was uh, to be a wide receiver. Um, so at a strapping one for yeah, 145 pounds and five foot nine, uh, that's what <laughs> I ran out to play. Um, but it was kind of a lifelong dream to be able to play uh, tackle football. So I basically volunteered for everything that they basically had available. So um, I played wide receiver. I held for extra points. Um did kickoff and punt return, and I had to go in for one game at backup quarterback. So, man, um, so you're it was, you're it was definitely you're, a, a wonderful experience to be able to do all those things. Your dream did come true then. It did come true. Yes, it did. Man, do you remember the first time that you lined up? You know, a real game, not scrimmage. The first game, freshman year. You know, you got the chin strap on, and now it's it's real fire. Man, how nervous were you? Um, well, I will never forget that because uh, Maranatha did something unique. I know a couple other colleges sometimes do this, but they had what's called an alumni game. So they would invite former alumni to come back and play yep. against the college team, basically kind of like a preseason game. And uh, I know I was given the starting nod to be to do kickoff return um, my freshman year. And when the ball got kicked, um, I, I was calling for the ball. Um, and I kind of froze and uh, kind of had to go to the bathroom, or at least that's what my body was telling me. And then the ball ran out, it hit the ground and ran out of bounds. And uh, the coach kind of <laughs> got on me for saying, if you're going to call for the ball, you need to go get it and not let it roll out of bounds. So <laughs> it's time to play football. So um, it was kind of a baptism by fire. So it was, uh, it was, it was learning on the fly. Let's put it that way. You know, I remember my son, Matthew, who played four years of basketball at Maranatha. I remember that alumni game. So the first time I got a chance to see him put on a college uniform, and I remember I coached him in high school, so I kind of knew what, what kind of player he was. And he walked on campus, and as a freshman, he was six feet, about a buck 35, and they gave him the ball. He said, you're a starting point guard. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never – that's as nervous as I have been – and, and I, look, I coached, I've done a lot of things, but going to watch my son play, and it, it would always be, once I got through Oconomowoc, and I live in Milwaukee, 
I would start like yep. this. I would get this pit in my gut going, oh, why am I nervous? Because I had, I sitting in the stands now, I have nothing. I can't, I can't pull them out. I can't take a timeout. I can't explain to him that you have to play some defense every once in a while, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and man, yep. I remember him going against the alumni and uh, those guys were, those guys came to play. They weren't messing around. Mm-hmm. They, they, they came to beat you. And I can tell his eyes were wide open that first game. They 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 were like, "Hey man, if you're gonna play at this level, you you better get a little tougher." That kind of stuff. It was really interesting. Hey, did you enjoy playing? Um, did you enjoy playing college football? And did you enjoy being on campus as a student athlete at Maranatha? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was um, um, yeah. I didn't have that high school experience, and so. Um, I understand some athletes' high school experiences, you know, that's kind of the top achievement, especially if they don't get the opportunity to go to college. But, um, yeah, I, to me, the whole week kind of centered around, you know, what are we doing on Saturday and so forth. Um, to kind of branch out of that, um, to be a college athlete, I actually ended up wrestling for a couple of years and also playing um, some baseball for four years at Maranatha. So, Maranatha's uniqueness in allowing kind of an opportunity to, if you can, to be able to play multiple sports at the college level was something that um, I really appreciated. And it was, um, it not only helped me as a person, um, but it also helped in being able to be a coach and be around different coaches um, in different arenas. So um, coach Peterson, Olympic champion was the wrestling coach at Maranatha at the time. So um, even though it was never my dream to be a wrestler, he, gave me a lot of practical and, and um, just spiritual advice in relationship to wrestling um, and just being a man. So, and then coach Terrell, who was also the basketball coach and baseball coach um, also did a great job as well as coach Price, who was the head football coach. Man, I'll tell you what, and, and, you know, when we talk about Maranatha now, all of a sudden people start to, to hear, Oh, hold on. Maranatha. Isn't that where the head football coach at Indiana went? Isn't that where the head basketball coach at Alabama went? And so, you know, these guys that that are are Maranatha Baptist Bible College, how I remember what the name of the college was, these are guys that went to school there and played there. Mm-hmm. And and now they they're they're making a name for themselves at a really high level and it's interesting because when I used to say people would go, "Where does your son go to college?" at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, they'd go, "What?" Wait, where? Where's that? Never heard of that. And all of a sudden, there's more and more people that are saying, hold on a second. I just read this, or I just listened to this guy speak. Is he? Yep, that's the place. So, hey, we're going to get to a break. Nathan Spate, head football coach at Indian Rocks Christian School down in uh, in Tampa, Florida area, is our special guest. He also was a head football coach at Maranatha, played at Maranatha. We're going to ask him to share his testimony on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. When Moses has stage fright. Well, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I am Mike McGivern, again flying solo this week. And our guest for the day, Nathan Spate, head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School. He's a Wisconsin guy. Chippewa Falls, Gilman, spent a lot of time, obviously, in, in, in Watertown, not only as a student athlete, but then came back and was the head football coach at Maranatha for a bit, but he's now the head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School down in Tampa. Nathan, uh, Faith in the Zone, uh, it's, we've gotten to be known a little bit for segment two. 
And it's all about, you know, testimonies and, and you know, how you came to the Lord. Everybody's got one, and everybody's a little bit different. And it's just always really fun for us to ask. So if you'd be willing to share your testimony with us. Absolutely. Um, as, as before, I, I, I stated, um, I, I would be considered one of those, um, you know, young people. I grew up around um, the church, um, going to church every Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Um, and because I was around it so much, um, I, I got very familiar with just kind of the routine of it. Um, I know at age eight, um, we had a guest speaker who came in and talked about the book of Revelations. And um, I, I remember listening um, to him, and um, I was kind of very much terrified of the fact of what hell was and um, kind of the consequences of God's judgment upon us. And, and I, I went forward to um, be saved um, and ask uh, for forgiveness. Um, but the relationship aspect um and that personal connection with God, I, I was more not wanting to go to hell than I would be having a personal daily walk um, with the Lord. Um, growing up, um, you know, I, I did what I was supposed to do. Um, you know, when your parents are, you know, the teachers of the school, there's not really a place to hide when you go home if you do something wrong. Um, and I was... Um, you know, and I was really just dialed into kind of athletics and growing up as a young person. Um, when I went off to uh, Maranatha, um, again, it was just kind of wrapped up in the college environment and so forth, knowing what I needed to do. Um, but um, there was a, there was a girl that I was um, I thought the Lord, you know, I thought that was going to be the one that I was going to marry, but we ended up uh, separating, and that that kind of shocked my my world and and kind the lord used that as an opportunity as for me um to kind of sit back and actually ask you know what you know what start asking those questions you know, what's life about what you know what is meaning and so forth and uh it was really at that particular time i remember um, it was my junior year um and it was it was a very tough year for a lot of different reasons um but at that particular point, um, it was in the in the spring of that year. Um, I, I I just I came before the Lord and I said, Lord, you know, I I don't have a relationship with you. I know Bible verses and so forth, but I I'm missing having any connection whatsoever with you. And um, I'm I'm asking you to be my Lord and Savior. And at that particular time, I would say, for a confirmation, that would be when I would say that I accepted the Lord. Um, and again, there wasn't a great transformation. Um, you know, it wasn't a great change of lifestyle. But from that particular point on, there was a, a walk that I hadn't had before. There was um, a connection that was related very much to um, knowing who I was as a child of God and walking in growth each day, um, learning what He has for me um, and what what he has asked me to do in relationship to service with others to point uh, people to him. So. Wow. You know, Nathan, it's, uh, it's interesting. Cause on look every week, how we do this and you know, everybody, everybody figures it out. And, and when you said, look, I was born uh, around the church and, and Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday and youth group and all the things you do, you know, and, and and you get to know the words that you have to say in the routine of it. But man, when it's time, right? When it's when the Lord says, "Okay, young man, now and now I'm going to have you, you know, to pay a little bit of attention. We need to have a relationship." And it's interesting the difference between who that was when when you when you made that decision on your own at an age that you could make it on your own, the relationship that you had. I'm sure with with Jesus Christ is so much different than it was a week prior to that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it 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 just it, it was like it was like being able to you know something but you don't but you aren't able to see it, and it was that that probably was the biggest change. It was like reading the Bible and talking. It wasn't it wasn't like repetition. And something that I had to do was something that I wanted to do. And and the Lord really opened up, um, you know, to the Holy Spirit, just showing me things in the Bible. 
that I've read it probably a hundred times. I mean, I read through the Bible um, several times even before, um, you know, I got to college, but now there was, there was more meaning to it. There was um, just definitely a connection that um, was not there before. Um, And even to this day, um, you know, I love the fact that the Lord's still not done with me and he's still working on me. And, um, you know, that's, that's comforting to know that he's not going to give up on you. Um, and he's still got a bigger plan, even though we're getting close to 50 years old. So, Hey, Nathan, when you, I'm sure you've had that conversation then pretty quick after that with your mom and dad. And I've, I've often wondered how do you broach that subject? Because I would think that your mom and dad had already thought that you were at that, at that place, I would think. Right. And then did did you Mm -hmm. call and say, Hey, look, you know, here's what happened in my life and here's how this has changed me um are they surprised to know that you that that's not the place that you were prior to that um i'm not really i'm not really sure um i I think as being a parent um you know the bible you know specifically talks about training and you know training is, is something uh where you're preparing somebody for something else you know, teaching is just a transfer of knowledge. Um, and that training aspect, you know, they did everything that they were um, they were supposed to do in relationship to provide an opportunity for me to have that relationship. So they, they if you want to say they did their responsibility and they modeled it and so forth. But again, salvation is not something that's passed down from, you know, generation to generation. It's a personal thing. And and, um, you know, my, my parents are, they've done a great job, um, you know, raising us three kids and the sacrifice that they have made for, you know, education, especially in Wisconsin, Christian education. Um, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. They didn't, they've never really expressed their views on uh, whether they're surprised uh, or not, but um, um, it was not for them not showing or modeling right. what it was. Uh, you know what? I bet just, and, and that question is, 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 a little bit different, but but it, I would think that the pride and how proud they were of of you, and the fact that you know they as parents and 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 you're a parent now, right? How many kids do you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, four. Four, and you know I'm a grandfather of four and a parent of two, and and you know when 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 your kids come to you as they get a little bit older and tell you stories like that. You just go, man, we did good. You know, we, 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 we set him on the right track to get to this point of his life. And I just think that, you know, that they, they, they must be just really, really proud of, uh, and they must have been at that moment that when, you, when you made that decision. There's guys on this show, and I use this a lot, Nathan, that the worst thing they ever did was steal a candy bar. And uh, then we've got guys like Pastor Daryl Strawberry and myself that, you know, it took us a lot longer to figure it out. And our journey was a lot different. Um, and I just, I just thank God every day that he allows guys like, like pastor Daryl Strawberry and I into his family. Cause the things that, that he was doing, the things that I was doing at one point in my life, you know, they, uh, there's a lot of families that would shut the door and say, no, you're not coming in. You don't deserve to come in here. So I, I love the fact that, you know, you grew up in this and I envy that you know, I went to a Catholic grade school and a Catholic high school where they, and I'm an older guy, Nathan. They handed me the the Bible and said, "Hey, don't worry about what's in it. You just carry that thing when we tell you to carry it, and we'll tell you what's in it." And so I and, and I, I steal this line from somebody earlier on Faith in Zone. I had a relationship. I knew everything there was to know about Jesus Christ. I knew that just like I knew everything about Abraham Lincoln. That's kind of how I put the two. And not until, you know, until I went down to Eastside Baptist Church and fell on my knees and said, I need help, did I realize all this. So I, I certainly thank Pastor Darrell from Eastside Baptist Church. And I love the fact that you're willing to share that part of it. And again, I envy that you learned and you figured this out a lot earlier age than I did. Well, that's, you know, that was the path that, uh, that God had for, you know, that God had for me. Um, and, um, you know, and that's, I, I and again, I, I look back, 
And I find, because when I read the scriptures, I find a lot of different varying kind of personalities that God said, I'm going to use. And so that's a great comfort that it's not just one stereotype yep. person or, you know, group of people. It's um, God uses everybody because God is who he is. Amen to that, Nathan. Amen to that. I agree. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Going to talk a little bit about uh, about Nathan's uh, team, Indian Rocks Christian School down in Tampa. May talk a little bit about Maranatha Baptist Bible College, and and uh, not sure how comfortable Nathan will be um, about talking about this part of it. But he he was the head football coach there when they decided to shut that program down, and I remember them doing that. And I I don't know what he'll say, but I was not a fan of that decision for them because I think. You know, a, a, a sport like football, you can really attract a lot of guys from around the country to come into Watertown. And we just lost Nathan. We'll get to him. But you come into Watertown for that. Let's get to a break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Moses had stage fright. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan. We got him back. We lost him at the end of last segment, but he's back. Nathan Spate, head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School down in Tampa. Hey, Nathan, let's start this segment with a little bit about Indian Rocks Christian School. Um, is it a great school, a high school? Obviously, it's a high school because you got a, a varsity football team. But is it a combination of the two or, or, or a high school only school? I'm, uh, that, yeah, we have uh, from kindergarten, uh, pre-K, uh, age four, all the way through high school. Excellent. Uh, the school's, yeah, the school's been around since, I believe, 1970, um, I want to say 73 or so, 74, somewhere in there, um, if I remember. Um, and uh, so they've, they've been connected with Indian Rocks Baptist Church um, since that particular time. And uh, let's talk a little bit uh, about the school itself. Um, did you do you work at the school, or are you just coaching the football team? Uh, no, I'm also a teacher. I teach uh, world history and uh, AP government this past year, um, <laughs> and uh, so I usually t- teach something in relationship to the history aspect. I also have done weight room before, um, but somewhere in the history department. And boy, the AP government class must have been a pretty interesting class to teach in the last year. Um, I would probably say it was um, probably the second most challenging class that I've had to to teach, um, especially with this year and uh, just kind of the way politics um, kind of is. It was was just challenging to separate kind of the structure of what government is and how government needs to operate and the political side of things that kind of was going on this past year with COVID and a lot of other stuff. So, yeah, I, I just think that that would, for, uh, for me, I, I'd sit in that class to listen. Cause I, I would think, especially at the high school in a Christian high school in Florida, that there'd be a lot of people all over the board with, with, with young people that believe in one way, but hearing their parents talk about something else and trying to figure out where they stand in all of this, and then you being, you know, the the teacher saying, okay, look, we don't have to just look at what's going on here right now. I mean, let's look at this part of it. And it must have been, like you said, very challenging. Um, during this high school uh, sports show that I do, Nathan, I do a thing called the Current Electric Superhero of the Week. And it's a client of mine, and their slogan is Home of the Superheroes. And I was sitting and talking to the owner and their marketing guy, and I said, I can't even watch the news anymore. Like, I can't. 
And they're like, what's the problem? I said, everybody hates each other. Nobody can 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 compromise. You know, you, they're wrong. He's wrong. She's wrong. They're an idiot. All of that. And there's such good things still going on in their community, but nobody has the time or energy to talk about them, especially at the high school level. And the owner of Kern Electric said, what are we going to do about it? And I said, here's what I want to do. I'm going to call principals of high schools in this area and say, hey, look, I need somebody who is great ambassador for the school, great ambassador for their family, does good work in the school, does great work at home, and that senior you're going to miss the most when they graduate. And Nathan, this segment has blown up. Because these kids at that age are doing some incredible things. I didn't know where my socks were when I was 17 years old. And I only thought about myself. And these kids are some great servant leaders. And I'm sure the same goes uh, on at Indian Rocks Christian School. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, um, that is just kind of one of the staples that we uh, promote. Um, this past year, we weren't able to, um, well, actually kind of back up um, if you can if, when, when COVID kind of was kind of really expanding in March, um, the school here, Indian Rocks, they've been doing something, I think, for the last 17 years. It's called, we call it a mini-mester. So the week before our spring break, um, we provide for the high schoolers, so at 9 through 12, an opportunity to do either a local service or an international service, uh, very similar to a missions trip. So especially people in our STEM program um, and uh, drama programs and athletic programs, we, we give the students an opportunity to actually travel outside the United States or stay local or even parts of the United States to go serve a week, a full week of service. And then when they come back, um, then they go on spring break. So we, that's kind of what we factor into our um, kind of 177 days that we have. So last year, we literally came back. Um, my daughter was actually over in Amsterdam. She was supposed to be on her way to Israel um, as her part of her missions trip, but COVID oh. kind of brought them back early. And I was with the headmaster in Nicaragua with some students. So we barely came back right before kind of the United States shut everything down. And obviously this year we weren't able to do anything because of COVID restrictions and so forth. But that's kind of one of the staple things in Indian Rocks that is I, I really appreciate about the school of really not just saying, hey, we have to serve, but actually giving our opportunity for our students to serve, not only just locally, but internationally. Boy, 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 that's awesome. I don't, I've not, that's the first time I've heard uh, somebody tell me about a program like that. And I think that, you know, I, I think that a lot of schools should should think about doing something like that, allowing those kids to, to go out and, and, and serve other people and then come back and say, okay, you're good. Now let's, let's get you on spring break. Um, and, and then when you come back, let's talk about it. I think that's a really, really good idea. We're talking to Nathan Spate, head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School in, uh, in Florida, right out of Tampa. Um, Nathan, we only have a few minutes left in, in this segment. Um, and I, I, look, I just need to ask, I, I was not a big fan of, um, Maranatha uh, canceling their football program. Um, I just wasn't. I thought they were really there. There, there was a great need for it, and I know they had lost some games. I know that. I don't care about winning and losing. Could care less about it at that level. What I care about is: do we give an opportunity for young men from around the country to come to the Midwest, continue to play a sport they love at the next level, and 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 you know get closer to God, meet some people on campus, like-minded people. I just think football has a lot to offer as a sport as you grow into being a man and a parent and an adult. And I was not. Um, I was not for them canceling that program. And I know you were the head football coach there at that point, so I can't believe that you were all for it either. Um, yeah, no, it was it was just a situation where um, just some things had, had come up, and I real I needed to step down um, from the program, um, kind of the direction. Um, it needed to make some upgrades, kind of athletics just in general have, have changed in the last 20 years. And some things needed to be put in place for kind of continued growth. But uh, um, I stepped down, and then after shortly after I stepped down, they made the decision to uh, kind of end the program. So that's kind of where it stands uh, today. You know, I um, and I know you being a football coach and playing there, you understand all the lessons 
that kids can learn. You know, that I, if, if there is a, a sport, and I was a high school basketball coach for a long time, I think football can teach um, very valuable lessons to, to young men about, you know, being part of something much bigger than they are. I mean, if you just, again, look at, you know, the team scripture passage for your, your school and your team, Indian Rocks Christian School, right out of Tampa, Florida. I mean, it says it all, right? When you talk about let's uh, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. I think you have to have that mindset as a football player. Oh, absolutely. Um, sports provides um, a great opportunity for a lot of things that um, are just essential um, for life, for communities, for individuals. Um, you know, in sports is. It's supposed to be a you know pretty blind area in relationship to you know if a group of people decide to bind together with a common dream and and put in the work that there's there's going to be value um, that is going to be found in that and you know football is just another one of those sports that um, it you know it asks a lot of you because you know you you're you're going to get knocked down in football and uh, you really kind of have to make that dis- determination to get up dust yourself off and say I'm going to continue on and um, and the camaraderie that you have with players, um, especially teammates and as coaches, to kind of all bind together, even though um, you know it's a challenging um, it's a challenging sport, but um, it it offers it offers a great opportunity. And kind of the one thing I, I've found that you know, I mean, I ask players or students all the time, hey, you know, if you ever thought about football, and some will say no, some will say I'll think about it, and that I've really found it comforting because when when somebody does say yes, and we get out there on the field it's kind of continuing to ask, Hey, are you willing to make this particular sacrifice? Cause it is going to be a sacrifice. Um, and when players kind of make that decision and stick with that decision, um, it really unifies, it has a unifying effect on the team because you know, everybody's kind of in it together. 100%. Hey, before we get to a break, we only have a minute left in this segment. If I asked you the type of uh, type of team that you like to put on the field at Indian rocks, Christian school, is it a, you know, is it a, you go five five wide and you're throwing the ball over the field? Do you like to pound the rock up the middle? What, what would be Nathan Spate's kind of, this is my dream, this is how I'd love for us to play this season? Well, this year um, we're in that building stage, so we're kind of a, we have a spread kind of offense, but we run the ball. Um, I would probably say football is moving a lot more toward being spread and probably having a quarterback that can throw the football around. Um, I personally like the up-tempo style. Um, I think it, it offers a lot of fun for the players, but it also causes a lot of stress for the defense. So that's what I would pick. There it is. So if I had LHB left, he'd want me to come down to Indian Rocks and, and throw the ball, spin it a little bit all over the – no, I can't throw the ball at all, Nathan. <laughs> I, you'd put me in at, uh, at right guard. That's where you'd want a boy like me. He is Nathan Spate, head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School, uh, just out of Tampa, Florida. And go online because you know what? It's man, it's it's not it, not exactly what you think. It's a really, I mean, they've got some really good facilities. And when you think of some of the Christian schools here in the state of Wisconsin, you're not thinking of you know some of the best gyms or best soccer facilities. Uh, but, boy, this is a nice – it's a really nice campus and really enjoyed the time that I spent on their website. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, got a couple more questions for Nathan Spate, including taking all the uniforms, all the teams he's ever played for, put the uniforms in the closet. What uniform does he pull out and get one more game? And who does he play against? I love asking that question. We'll do that. On the other side of the break, this is Faith in the Zone on 1250 a.m., the fan back to faith in the zone a journey on how people in sports walk in faith faith in the zone is brought to you by Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin here are hosts Mike McGivern and pastor Ken Keltner only on 1250 a.m. the fan Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Moses had- 
Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. This has been a really quick hour and a fun hour for me. Nathan Spate, former head football coach at Maranatha Baptist Bible College. He's now the head football coach at Indian Rocks Christian School. Hey, Nathan, early on you said you had four kids, and I never asked, what is your wife's name? Uh, Her name is Tara. Tara, is she from Wisconsin? She's actually from Michigan, over in the Detroit area. Uh, that's, that's probably a Lions fan. That's all right. We we can deal with that. Um, and and what are uh, your four kids? What are their names? Uh, Jonathan, Emily, Elizabeth, and Esther. Man, so you and Jonathan got to hang out a little bit. It's two against right. It's four yeah, against two. two. Against four, yep. <laughs> do, do you guys win that battle every once in a while? Not really. No, I bet, I bet. You know, I love faith in the zone and the honesty that people have. I, I really do. Hey, one of the questions that uh, that we like to ask right at the end of the show is if for all the teams you've ever played for, and it's from Little League Baseball to anything you played in Chippewa Falls and whatever, any team that you played, I took all those uniforms, put them in the closet, and you could pick out one and put that uniform back on, what uniform do you pick and who do you play against? Well, that would be probably the easiest thing. Um, I would pick uh, my own Maranatha number 25 uniform, and I would play what was our rival at the time. Um, they are no longer in existence either, uh, and that is our crosstown rival in Watertown, um, the Wisconsin Lutheran yeah. uh, team that was there. So. Uh, we had really good rivalries, and uh, I would I would ask to kind of do that that game all over again. Man, that so that that's now a high school, and uh, right? right, and mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, they they stay right on campus and things like that. But man, that you guys could almost walk to that away game. Yeah, literally, it was it was like two two miles away. Yep. And the Baptists against the Lutherans. You don't get a. Hey, you don't get any hard hitting. Can't can't get anything hard hitting than that, man. That would be the. That would be a good game. Did you guys have much success playing them when you were there? Um, we we ended up having. I think. Let's see. We're one and one. I think we were three and two against them. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That then you win, right? That's and they yeah. had. Uh, I know you guys didn't have lights, right? You didn't play away. You didn't play night games at Maranatha, did you? No, we did not. But they did. Um, well, at least they, they did, did when I they got to yeah, high school. I don't think I'm not sure if the lights were up actually at that particular time. Man, uh, I'd have to. I think there was lights, but it wasn't enough for the football. I think football field. So, but yeah, all of our games were during the daytime. So I that was a great sun, Saturday afternoon event. So. Hey, that uh, and I would think that that the that the Maranatha kids would come out um, to watch that one. When my son was there, it was Northland Baptist, mm-hmm. and that was you. You had to get in the gym early um, to even get a seat, and those games were really fun to watch because there are some games there wouldn't be many people at for for the, the the basketball program, but boy, there were some that you know it would be packed and that gym would be hot, and uh, those were those were definitely fun fun games. Hey, um, any chance that any of your kids will end up in Wisconsin? Um, uh, my kids are our the football kids. Um, your um, kids. Do you think you, any yeah, my, of your kids will end yeah, up at Maranatha? Actually at Maranatha. Yeah. My son's uh, attending Maranatha right now. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's... My uh, daughter just graduated from high school. So, um, she's got several options of where she going to go. I, I don't think she'd be going back up to Wisconsin. She's kind of become a Southern girl, so she likes the South. So, Man, when you say um, ob- options, do they, is she an athlete? Um, she has played sports. Uh, she just recently had an injury, and so she was looking at uh, um, either going into uh, law enforcement or the military. So Man, Good for her. Um, she's got to kind of work through that particular injury to get herself uh, ready to go. Did your did, uh, Your son, is he an athlete? Uh, my son played basketball and soccer and football um, when he went to the academy up there. Yeah, did uh, you, he, yeah, he's not doing anything at Maranatha at this particular time. Did you get to come up and watch him play a little bit? Yeah, we were we were still up in Wisconsin okay. at that particular time when he was playing at the academy. Yeah, and Emily, she also played for the academy, played basketball and volleyball. 
Hey, when uh, when Matthew was at Calvary Baptist and uh, I was coaching it, they they put on a, a Converse kind of tournament down at the Al McGuire Center, and it was just a showcase tournament. And uh, and Jimmy Gaz, who was coaching at Milwaukee King, was the guy putting it together. And I said, Coach, why don't you let Calvary Baptist play Maranatha Baptist, and and you know it'll be like the clash of the Baptist. And he goes, Man, I don't know. And I said, Come on. You know, so we put we played down at the Al McGuire Center, and like following us was like you know Milwaukee Vincent and Milwaukee King, and all the right. kids got you know some Converse shoes, and and we got a chance to play against them, and it was really fun. We ended up playing against them a number of times when Matthew was in in uh, in high school, and then he ends up going there, and um, you know it took them a little bit because they remembered him beating them on the court a few times, but it all worked out really really well. That's for sure. Hey Nathan, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, and and I know that the people at Indian Rocks Christian School are so happy to have you and your family in that area, and you coaching and, and teaching at the school. If there's anything you need from me up in this area, you need me to drive to Watertown. Make sure your son is on the up and up or get him in the library a little more. You give me a call. I'll drive up there for you. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. This has been a great opportunity. Excellent. Again, he is Nathan Spate, head football coach, Indian Rocks Christian School right out of Tampa, Florida. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 a.m., the fan. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright When David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose T-Mobile has invested billions To light up America's largest 5G network From big cities to small towns Including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.